Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Off The Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined today by a dear friend, hilarious commentator on all things Bravo and pop culture, entertainment, everything, Jared Alexander of The Grio. How are you? Hi, Sam. I'm, I'm so happy you're here. over the moon to be, A, finishing this week, which has been so long. Oh, we had a lot of really great Bravo this week, so I'm excited it's, to talk about it. It's been good. Um, you know, I do just want to jump right in. Um, we're obviously going to talk about Orange County a little bit later, but I just want to get some of your thoughts just like on Bravo News right off the top. Um, hot topics. Yeah, big. hot topics, you know. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Vanderpump Rules right now? You tweeted something that was so profound oh, thank yesterday. You. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're like kind of referring to like there was like a report, I think, in Entertainment Tonight that basically like unless maybe she shows up in the last hour we're gonna have no raquel um and basically i tweeted like i do think that that is clearly for the best i mean the girl has literally been through hell and back and mm-hmm. i don't solve her for what she did and it's not like what she did isn't terrible but i feel like it was kind of weird to watch that whole cast just like come together to kind of tear her down and kind of like become this huge united front um I have a feeling in this upcoming season, like, what are they going to do without her? Not because they can't do the show without her, but because I feel like they put themselves in a position where they couldn't do the show without her, if that makes right. sense. You know? Like, because I just yeah. feel like, it, yeah, it, it'll be really interesting to see what they do um, and how the show moves forward. What I'm sick of, though, is like every TMZ picture, every, and I get it. Like, it, it, oh my God, I, I, I know. know. I absolutely would be posting pictures too, but it's like, I don't need to see every single time they're filming. And then the comments are like, oh my God, Lala's next to Sandoval. It's like, yeah, like, they're filming a show. Out. Like, people also seem to forget that, like, this cast is notorious for getting over horrific behavior. Yes. Like, that's the, the game. Jack's fucked an old lady. <laughs> Next, no, he didn't. He probably has, but I meant what I meant to say is him and Faith had sex next to an old lady, and him and Brittany ended up getting married. Like, uh, like horrible things have happened on this show, and they've all moved forward in some fucked up way. I will never understand. Like, there was a photo that just came out of Lala hugging Sandoval, like hugging him. Yeah, I and saw people that. are like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" And I'm like, "You guys, like." Of course, this is what's going on. 
Of course. Which makes me even more frustrated that like Raquel isn't coming back because I feel like there would maybe have been opportunity for there to be a conversation with her, um, which I would have liked to see, or maybe like an apology from some of the people on the cast being like, we came a little too hard at you. Like we were in the heat of the moment. It had just happened two weeks prior. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. No, I feel the same way. And I feel like there's like, there's a big side of this too. And I'm never upset when a Bravo show becomes hugely popular and like, breaks with the zeitgeist i want everyone along for the ride i want these shows to go on forever but i feel like there's like a the tone of the conversation online is very much like like i don't want sandoval on my screen anymore like raquel needs to go like all these things but like imagine mm-hmm. if social media was like this back when with katie even just in the first two seasons oh like God. they would have never been back and we would have never had like the how amazing like the whole point of these shows unless something is really really intense and dire is to kind of like push through the messy stuff. So like, it's not like, I don't know. I'm never, I feel like we talk about this every time, like to call for someone to be fired. is like, yeah. it's like, oh gosh, like, but the show's good. Like it, like literally like, like we're talking about it. Exactly. We weren't talking about Sam. I really feel like, I think maybe the first time I did your podcast, the trailer for Pump Rules came out and I was like, Sam, we'll see. I was like, this yeah. is, I don't go. Here we go again. <laughs> I'm like, putting better- this out to pasture. Right. And now look yeah. at where we are. So I, I look think where we are. Yeah. And New Jersey started filming this week. I'm living for like the Teresa stands absolutely like <laughs> shitting themselves because one of the first things that they did was filmed at Envy with Melissa. And I'm just like, she's really coming back, you guys. Like she's not going anywhere. That cast, I'm sorry. I was living for the reunion. Here's the thing. As toxic, as intense as it was, A, yeah. the ratings numbers were amazing. And it was amazing. a amazing season. It was a huge cast. Like, I'm excited that everyone's, even Jackie and Jen Fessler are back. Like, I'm like, we're just doing it. And I'm we're excited doing about it. that. But I do feel like, I saw a tweet today um, <laughs> that was someone screenshotting, I guess, Marge and Marge Sr. were on Jeff Lewis Live. And it was like, some account, I'll see now, <laughs> get me in trouble. But it was basically just like, um, I can't believe that like, you know, Jen Aiden can't go on podcasts and talk, but like Melissa and March, like, I just feel like people will find any little thing. I'm like, it's on Jeff Lewis, which is on Radio Andy. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's very, um, it's just like, they're always reaching, like they're always reaching for things to be upset about. And, you know, it's just like, aren't you tired? And not like the things that I think you could rightfully be upset about. And it's not like a yeah, side thing. Like be I upset feel with like... Louis. Yes. Hello. Like be upset with that fuck face. I hate him. I can't believe he's filming. I saw a photo of Dolores and Polly and uh, Teresa and Louis at dinner. And I'm just like, well, he's really back. Like he's back really for back. More. And I just don't want to hear. Um, I don't even want to invoke his name, but I don't want to hear that one person's name (laughs) again. I think we could kind of drop it, but I think it's going to, I'm glad they took a pause. I'm glad they took a little break. I'm just still a little pissed. Like I would want them to start September, October. It's still too hot. I agree. It is so hot here. 
It is like record breaking hot. And I feel like every season now we see them caked up with makeup by the they're time they're sweating. Filming, their hair is a mess. They're stuck <sighs> with shore. Like, it's just disgusting. I mean, I talked about this on the podcast. I feel like every time New Jersey was like on last time about that mozzarella party, like it haunts <laughs> me, Jared. Haunts me. The 99 degree weather eating that mozzarella like it like wet i was just like get me away from this apollo i miss um i also i miss christmas like i want christmas at the gorgas and the layers you know what i think of constantly it's constantly a thought in my head it is season seven of jersey is when Teresa's back from camp and she goes over to jacqueline's and it's that famous conversation where she's like well you had yours was a criminal case mine wasn't and she goes to leave and she's just in this ridiculous like she has these like fur like cufflinks on her her jacket yeah and it's the the most ridiculous fur coat and i just love it like i know winter in jersey is just like winter nowhere else you know it's it's really magical and i feel like we deserve that at least now if, if they're starting now what they'll be finishing around like november ish so maybe we'll get a jersey thanksgiving maybe a jersey halloween yeah which would be fun which would be nice you know um i also would love your take on bethany's um reality reckoning that she keeps referring to you can see my face right now yeah so now sag sag has like come together with her and they're like working with her on this union are they really reality yes wow yeah uh, yeah i think yeah <laughs> I know how to even tackle it i know what's the message more the spokesperson is what i'll say okay because okay. it's not like what's crazy about it is it's not like anything she's saying is wrong like i absolutely do think i've never been in reality tv i am an actor mm-hmm. but like, i feel like oh of course these people are Okay. Of course, people <laughs> okay. are taking advantage of these situations. And I, I do think, I don't think it's a healthy environment at all. And I think we should be advocating for everyone to be making more money and to be able to, there's something to be said about, you know, stuff that Nini has been saying for years, like their likeness is used all the time. Like people are, they're constantly, you know, invoking Nini and like quoting her mm-hmm. and no compensation for that. And I think that there really is a conversation for that. I think what's hard with, Bethany is that it feels like not to like put like words in her mouth, like what she wants to do, but it feels a little like I had my cake and none of you can eat it a little yeah. bit. And it feels really personal towards her relationships yeah. with the network and less like, because it, it's a little, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's very hypocritical. And I know that that's the name of the game in, mm-hmm. in reality TV, but it's just, I mean, it has just been so wild the past few years to watch Bethany Frankel as someone who really did genuinely. She still I rode hard for her. Like I, Bethany to me was like it. Bethany to me was like everything. Yeah. And so to watch her these last like few years, just like spiral in a way that like, just she's so fucking up her own ass and delusional. And I mean, there was a clip of Carol, who, by the way, has never looked better. Well, Sam, I have some boots on the ground that I didn't realize until, so this was Sunday. I was a little hungover, but I walked my little behind to the gym. I live in Lower East Side right now, so I was walking to Tribeca. Okay. To my Renee Rapp. And who do I see but Carol 
looking absolutely stunning. And I texted my best friend, Tyler. I was like, she looks effortlessly chic. White tank, high-waisted oh. jeans, sneakers, and these shades. And she was like waiting for a car or something. And I don't know where Juicy Scoop records, but then I'm watching it and that's the exact outfit. And we clocked eyes. I clearly recognized her. She gave me a soft smile and I just kept walking because I it wasn't You that, didn't want to like, yeah. No, no. It wasn't and that I, kind of moment. I famously love Carol. I famously was team Carol and it really was hard in my personal friend group. Like it really was like- It, you rough. know, Housewives puts pressure on friend groups. Like it you really does. find out who your real friends are. It gets really personal. Mm. And all that to say, the clip of, I've only watched the clips, I haven't listened to the whole thing. Oh my God. But I when she talks about how Bethany is just like, the way she talks is just idioms strung together. Like, yeah, she's like, phone, like all these things. But she's like, she's not really saying anything. Like, she's just like always talking. And I t- I think I texted you where I was like, we're moving papers around the desk. We're shuffling <laughs> papers. You know, I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what are you saying right now? And, yeah. you know, Carol's like, you know, Bethany, because the thing with Carol is like, they were really friends, I believe. And then Carol was like, I can't do this with you anymore. Like, you are fucking crazy. Yeah. And I was famously Team Bethany during that era. I think and I've, been- I've since changed my tune. <laughs> and because I rewatched that season and I was like, oh, I like can see more clearly like what's happening and like what Carol's like real issue is with Bethany. And it's just like, she just stopped liking her. Cause she was like, you're insufferable to be around. You are so dramatic. You are, everything is so like heightened and about you and like emotional and like Carol isn't that way. And she, because of what she has gone through in her life, like, I don't think she could ever get to that place of like feeling all those feelings again. Mm-hmm. And Bethany like lives at that place. And it's just like, they could never, it's it. Yeah. And I love that. Carol's just so fucking cool. Like when she was like in that interview with Heather McDonald on Juicy Scoop, sigh. Um, I mean, she just knows Bethany and she's like, yeah, sh- this is how she is. Like, this is absolutely crazy. There's something about Carol. I'm just always going to something be. about Carol. There, there really is. And I do think I'm, and of course we've talked about this. I'm loving the new brownie. But a part of me is like, gosh, like if there was a world where she could like pop up in a thing or two, like I was thinking, like, imagine just like Jenna and Carol out to dinner. Like, I feel like I would just like love that. Um, And yeah, I think that she's a housewife who has left and really seems at peace. Like, she just seems like she's in a good place with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, like I'm I really think she, my brain trying to think of I, other housewives who are at peace with not being on. <laughs> I think like her and I was going to say Heather Thompson. Yeah. At to some extent um, are at peace with it. I feel like like Carol's really like the only one that is. I was going to um, say, and of course now who knows where we're going to get it. I would have said Caroline Manzo, but now I feel no. like who knows. I don't the fact that that season's been prolonged even more, I'm like, oh, Bravo's panicked. Like what they don't going know. on. It's they don't know like what to do. Year. It's gonna be like a whole year until we see that. I know, and then we're getting old Roni like in the middle. Which, of course, I'm excited, but it's like, um, it's like Jesus, like give me Caroline Alex. and Brandy. Yes, and Gretchen and the Gretch. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think I didn't mean to pivot that, but I feel like no. Carol, like, yeah, it's it's yeah. crazy how like and she's that. also like I, dropping like nuggets, like bombs. You know, she's like, oh yeah, Michael Cohen was the one that took photos of of Tom in the Regency. Excuse I me. I opened my eyes. What was that? Thursday morning or Wednesday morning? Yesterday morning. I've been, I've been really trying, Sam. I've been really trying to not be on my phone first thing in the morning. And I okay, usually, like, well, good luck. Thursday, but then Thursday, it was like, okay, I do like like the one eye thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like I just like, You're like if I have one eye open, like it's not really, I'm not really on my phone. Exactly. I'm not, it doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, and I saw that and I literally gasped. I was like, what in the Mad Libs? But it also makes so much sense. No, that's like, the part. Like when you like, really think about it, like at first I was like, Michael Cohen, the one that like went to jail for Trump. That <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I'm like, in what world does he know who Luann is enough to know who Tom is? Right. Like that's fucking insane. It's so, fucking crazy. I, it's it's crazy. So yeah. he was the one that sent it to Bethany or he was the one that sent it to Dennis, who then sent it to Bethany. I think it was he sent it to Dennis, who sent it to Bethany. Because Dennis worked at Trump Tower. That's right. where he passed. Right. Yeah. In his office. That was so sad. That so, was like heartbreaking. Yeah, because that was right. That was in between 10 and 11, right? They were like right about to film 11. And it, like Bethany had like just come off that season 10 reunion, like where everyone was coming at her. And then yeah. that happened. And I was like, oh, God, I was like, was Geez. Dark. I can't believe she filmed. I can't believe she did either, honestly. I... That well, was that's the thing. Like, so with this whole reality reckoning in quotes mm-hmm. that she keeps saying, she like will not stop using that fucking phrase. Like she loves to like use like a phrase like that, like get off my jock. Like, yeah, as we know, and uh, don't write it's like yeah it's it's like okay biggie and smalls her dogs god God. we'll unpack that another time um but she what was i gonna say oh like the reality stars are not in the same like of course like you said they should all be like compensated and like not taken advantage of like that's i feel like pretty baseline like bare minimum yeah but Reality stars are a different type of person than like an actor or a writer. They Correct. are different people. They want Correct. fame in different ways. Correct. And reality stars and influencers, like that, they want it like maybe a quick 15 minutes. Let's see how much we can like make money in this quick time. Like we want fame easier than acting or writing. Like th- they, at some to some extent they do know what they're signing up for now do i think that they, like on the bachelor they should be locked in closets and like traumatized absolutely mm-hmm. not but like come on like come on take some take some accountability like for your actions and like that you did sign up for this to film for four months out of the year one thousand percent and you can't help but like zoom out a little bit and be like okay if you look at beth and like Half of it too is like it is a platform, and how you use that mm-hmm. platform is really important. You see all these Bastard Nation people. Some of them really take off, and some of them are amazing and have amazing podcasts or build careers, like Rachel yeah. Lindsay. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like well, you could really. And use that's the, the thing with Bethany is like she doesn't stop like invoking all of her successes. She's like, 
I have the Bethany clause. I sold my company for Bethany a record clause amount of money. One more time. <laughs> I'm gonna bang my head against this wall. Like I can't take it anymore, Jared. I like she's really ruining her legacy. She really is, and she thinks she's not. She thinks like everyone is like on board with this. And you can't help you can't help but wonder that if Big Shot with Bethany was successful, will we be having this conversation? Mm. A lot of these other ventures were successful. Oh. It's not a bad thing. And, and again, I think that the message is really, there's a lot there. Like, I think obviously people need to be respected more. They of should course. be paid more, all these things. But at the same time, you, you just kind of can't have it both ways. It's really weird. And it, it gives. It's it just like blurring lines. The house like... down after like soaking everything up for all it was worth. And like, mm-hmm. she will be the most successful to ever do it. And then it's like done playing with her toys and it is now just like gonna put it off step. She's yeah. like flipping the board. She uh, needs to understand that like we don't like Bethany when it's just Bethany. We like Bethany when it's like Bethany and like Ramona and Luann and Sonia and Dorinda. Like that we need her in a cast. Like she doesn't do well on her own. It's like it's Barbie and it's Ken. It's like, no, it's 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 Bethany and Housewives. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, on, and no, it's Housewives and she's just Bethany. <laughs> Jeez. frankly that's just my thoughts and like you said nini has been saying this for years and no one listened to her right and but she, okay right and listen nini's been saying a lot of things for years so you gotta take yeah. things for yourself i but will I say nini looks like, beautiful oh she looked she beautiful she looked she looks so good she looks so good and like she's got a lot going on with her children you know brent is arrested for fentanyl a lot and i think not good not good at all not good but Andy said in an interview i don't know if you saw with bryce um obviously she said if things were better because i just don't think it'll ever happen but she was like i would love needy to come back like bring back needy and borsha and then like two newbies i was like wait that would fix everything no that would literally fix everything (laughs) but i will say like if we have Portia, like we have to lose kenya you think I can't do it again, Jared. I can't do the Porsche Kenya again. I can't either, but I did see they recently followed each other. Like, I feel like I don't care if it's phony. They did. Just make it act. At least give us one season. Remember we had that season where they were, she was like, they were like the new freaking frack a little bit. Like when they they both had babies. Yes. And I feel Mm -hmm. like give us that. There's a lot they have to do. I don't even think we have the time to unpack no. it. No, no, no. You'll have to come back another time because like Ro- Real Houses of Atlanta is like its own, like, uh, it's a lot going on over there. It's, it's um, a different dimension. Yeah. Jared, I can't talk about it. I get emotional because Real Houses of Atlanta like was like my safe place. Like that's oh, where I like, that's where I fell in love with Housewives. So it's like, yeah. for me, like just to see where it's gone is the fact like, that Sunday feels like Roni's night. I more than know. Atlanta. That is so sad to me. But I know. Cool. I know. Well, I knew something was up when they put Roni on Sunday with Atlanta. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Atlanta must be doing terrible. Wait. Terrible. And you know what? Before before we stop talking about Atlanta, I love Sanya and I don't care what anybody says. I like Sanya a lot too. I think I think her husband is gorgeous, and I never want him on oh. screen ever. Give them a spinoff. If I have had to see that's Candy what I think. That's do what I was five say. spinoffs, give me Sanya and her family in that house. 
I think her family and her house, I feel like where she loses me a little bit is just like in like the housewifery. Like right. I feel like she's a little clunky in that, but like, I think she's genuinely so interesting, so successful. Her so husband successful. is so hot. Her family is so interesting. Like I feel and like- funny and like dynamic. She's having another baby. I'm like, let's give her something. Cause it's like, I understand that the network loves candy and like, I get why, Yeah, but- I think Sanya would be a really interesting spinoff. I mean, I was like one of the only four people that watched Portia Family Matters, you know? I think you were. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved every minute. I was like, God, I love those little spinoffs. They're so fun. They are so fun. Did you watch the, um? what was Karen's? It was similar, Karen Huger's. About Surrey County? Yeah. About her fighting for her farm or her land or something? I don't know. Right. It was like Yellowstone. It was like Yellowstone, like and the Karen music Huger. was like Succession in the yeah, and it was trailer. two episodes. Yeah, it was two. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it. It was like a special. It was like a mini series. It was like no, you're right. It was a special. It wasn't even. It wasn't even a series. Um. Okay, Jared. Really quick, I'm gonna run and get my coffee. Oh, please. And then I'm gonna come back, and we're gonna talk at Orange County. Like, please don't be mad at me. I just like really. Why would I be mad at you? I'm like hopped up on my cold brew right now. So oh, I'm about to be. This is about to get weird. Okay, perfect. One perfect. Second. This is why I'm not a professional, honestly. Okay. You are. This is what professionalism is. Um. Wait. I'm sorry. You have to hobble still. I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been seeing you elevate. It's elevated. It's elevated and iced and, you know, and I'm, yes, I'm rising compression, (laughs) um, resting. I'm doing all of it. It's so, oh my God. It's so embarrassing. Is it just a sprain or a fracture or like something really serious? It's like a grade two sprain because, because I fell down the stairs, I heard it pop. And I was convinced Jared, when I was at the bottom of the stairs, I was convinced that when I looked down at my foot, it was going to be like going the other way. Like I didn't know what I was going to get. And like Danny, he thought I was like being, cause I, shocker, I'm a little dramatic. <laughs> and so like, sometimes like I'll run into things and I'll be like, ow. And like, then I'll be like, wait, that didn't even hurt. Why right. did I say ow? <laughs> so when I fell down the stairs, he thought I like was like being like silly yeah. And I looked at him in just tears. Just and he was like, oh, God. And then my mom came over, like, because she was already on her way. And we were going to go see Barbie together. And she looked at me and she was like, well, he's going to take you to the ER. And um, I'm going to go see Barbie. I was like, okay. Okay. Like, She's quite an icon. Yeah. I was like, okay, Mary, thank you. I'll be here <laughs> with my broken fucking foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's nothing Most like amazing. a fresh coffee. You, I could never. I have a friend who's like taking a break from coffee. I was like, I just can't. There's a lot of things I'll do. There's a lot of things I'll do. That's not, not one of them. No, it's just not. Because I also it's don't see the point. In life. No, like I, like coffee gives me energy. Yeah, but it's more of like the taste and like the routine the ritual. of it. The ritual. Yes. I know you're also like a huge Gilmore Girls person too. So like I get it. Yeah, like it's just like coffee, coffee, coffee. Okay. So anyway, okay, Pat, cut all of that. Sorry, it was like a little chaotic there for a sec. Okay, Jared, let's talk about the best show on Bravo, Real Housewives of Orange County. And I never thought I would say that again. I thought after season 10, we would never see see the light of day. Sam. And here we are. Sam, Sam. Yeah, Sam, we've been welcomed home. I have never felt so... 
Yeah, it's almost emotional. Back at home. No, truly, it really is. Because for also for context for me, mm-hmm. my housewife's journey started in 2016. I had been pushing it off for a while. Granted, in high school, I did not have Bravo. It was not a part of my cable package. Bravo was not as, it wasn't as wide as it was. It wasn't. Like, if you had Bravo in, in high school, like, on cable. It was a big deal. It's and almost like having, it was like almost having, like, HBO. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, It was a specialty. I knew certain things. I knew headlines. I remember when Teresa went to jail from the magazines, everything. This was 2016. I was doing a theater summer stock contract. So I was like getting paid no money in the middle of Ohio. And I was like, okay, I was like, oh, Teresa's coming back. And I saw someone tweeted that tagline that was like, um, I used to flip tables. I'm turning them. I was like, oh, let me like start with the premiere. And when that started, I had the Bravo TV app on my iPad and I would watch it in this terrible housing. And then I was like, oh, the only other show that's on is Orange County. I was like, this seems kind of fun. I was like, let me just start this season. And we were like five episodes in to Kelly Dodd's first season. I've since, of course, gone back. But that's what I started with. And that season is, as you remember, just like it is just post Brooks cancer scandal, Ireland. Every episode is hit after hit after hit. You have the sushi party. You have, of course, an episode that I thought of immediately watching this one. This was the best episode of Orange County. I'm willing to say it like event episode since boogie fights in that season where nice. you have a party of course you remember shannon was dressed up as mrs roper and they're just fighting and, and these you have those two outfits. girls being oh. like that's a that didn't go how i thought you suck Ooh. dick right. <laughs> to like, pay your bills and the story about kelly dodd yeah with her neighbor like having an affair with someone in the and kelly was like yeah we definitely had an affair and then i hate my husband and Kelly just saying, who, who? And as Tamara said, sounding like an owl, like all those. And then things. like Vicky versus David. Oh, okay. They were going to make out. They were going <laughs> to touch each other. They, there was so much sexual attention between those two, like Vicky Gumbelson. And I will ride act. into fucking battle for this. Okay. Yeah. She's the horniest housewife. And oh. everyone says it's Sonia. And I oh, say, no, Mm-mm. no, no, no. Sonia's like fun and flirty. Luann is horny too, but she also likes to flirt. Vicky's like insatiable. Like she cannot be satisfied. Brooks and her couldn't sit at the dinner table together. No, he was like, I'm going to flip this table over. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, Mike, sir. She she, she plays it off as like, oh my gosh, no, not me. Mm -hmm. Um, But when she says her love tank is full, that means she's getting dicked down. That's what that means. And I think she is. I mean, God bless her. She's getting dicked down by this gentlemen i think so i think enough i i think i don't think she needs to get dicked out as much as she was with brooks for forever I, that okay. isn't forever you can't <laughs> yeah. do that forever yes no 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 um and then steve lodge that fucking weasel womp, 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 womp. he, just he was so thing. boring and so tamra boring. called it from the moment they started dating she was like i think he's too boring for her like yeah. period. And that's when they started dating was during Kelly Dodd's first season. Yeah. I really yeah, remember he sent her flowers. Cause she was still called. Remember at, at the end of boogie fights, she famously gets in the cab and calls Brooks and goes, I love you. I miss you. This isn't my fault. You put me in this position. <laughs> and she the fact me. that you get the cadence down so perfect. I love you. I miss you. That literally. That Are we okay? Like- we can like, 
this is so this is why I love talking to you because like you like love it as much as I do and like you remember these like little moments like I love that in the back of the limo Kelly Dodd and her are in costume and And Michael maybe Kelly's ass right oh Michael honestly honestly, he's better than some of the guys on this show horrible horrible monsters i saw your i saw your uh post with all yeah and i famously forgot jim edmonds and everyone wants me to know about it i'm like so sorry and they're like what about what about tammy knickerbocker's husband i'm like i'm not going back into 2006 like i can't but even compared to all those other guys maybe jim wasn't that i mean jim is terrible but we're on a different scale in oc yeah like we've leveled up like we're now in a different territory you know what i'm saying and people are like ryan hasn't even done anything that bad excuse me it's already right it he's done enough he's done enough and i already know where he's heading that i he's already on that collage the way when he showed up with did he show up with the t-shirt or he mentioned a t-shirt i watched what happens live the way the Andy said, oh mer or the hat the way andy Hashtag said oh merch already like <laughs> the way he said it so if andy ever said that to me if andy ever said called me sweetie i would kill uh, myself as a gemini myself andy is so textbook gemini you can tell exactly what's going on with that's why people unfortunately you can tell sometimes a certain housewives like who he likes and honestly i enjoy that like i like knowing that he still has like he's still like a human and he has like reactions to people i that's why i like him i know people have their thoughts about him i I love him. And I've famously cried on this podcast about Watch What Happens Live and how much it's meant to me for the years. Oh, it's... I was not... The music, the music like, settles me. The Jenny? Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And, and also, I'm, like, a little jealous because we were barely friends then. Mm-hmm. But I just want you to know, if we were as close as we were now, when you were on Watch What Happens, I would have been literally... I probably would have cried. <laughs> I, you don't understand. Like, I was so emotional after. Like, I was sobbing. Just like I could cry. I won't get into it because my <laughs> listeners know how much like Watcher Heaven's Live means to me. I remember you killed it. You killed it. Oh you my God. Thank you. I've never been asked back, but that's okay. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Well, I feel like they were really leaning into the, like... Creator, like, the, Bravo, yeah. Yeah, during the pandemic, and they aren't really doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. They're like, we we have, we can get people now in studio. Well, you guys aren't coming, sorry. <laughs> you fucking freaks. You dedicate your life to this? Please. Anyway... <laughs> So Orange County, we're living, we're laughing, we're loving. Who is your, like, favorite right now? 
It's hard to say because they're all knocking it out of the park. It's hard to say because there really just is. I've been really meditating on this, Sam, and there is a holy trinity that really goes underrated in the franchise of Shannon Bedore, Tamara Judge, and Heather Dubrow. There is a symphony of housewifery with them. It is like they are, they can be so close, yet fight, yet come back together. And like, and they are just so, and they only really work, they don't only work together. Obviously, Tamara's been good without Heather and Shannon. But I do feel like when Heather left, something immediately was missing in OC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like seeing them all together again like this, and last season without Tamara, we all have talked about it. Like, it was definitely a step in the right direction. But I feel like for me personally, this is maybe Heather's best season to date. I know. I feel it's the same wild. way. It's Last wild. season to me, she doesn't... She's not like the the nucleus of the show. She's not someone that like mixes it up and stirs it up with people and like anything like that. She's more of someone who like reacts. So and she's really good at it. So when you bring back Tamara, you're like, oh, she reacts so perfectly to Tamara. She reacts perfectly to Shannon's like nonsense and craziness. She reacts perfectly with Gina and Emily. Like she's really good at like bouncing off of people. But when it's just with her, it's like kind of hard when she's just the center of the drama like she was last season and she didn't come off that great. I will say I thought she came off terrible last season. Like you did say, though, it was a step in the right direction for the franchise. It wasn't the best. Um, Noella and like Dr. Jen were like wild. Yeah, that already feels like. That feels like it never happened. Sweet James. (laughs) There's like an island of misfit housewives instead of island of misfit toys. And, like, and they're all from Orange County. They're all from Orange County. Peggy's a bunch of Peggy's. It's a bunch of Peggy's and Jen's. Right. It's crazy. Um, and also Bronwyn doesn't feel like a housewife to me anymore. Like, I'm like, who is that? No, again, we were in the dark times. And the fact that we made it out the other side. But this happens. And that's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. why you do have to stick through certain rough patches i say this all the time we had it with jersey we had some rough years oh my god in hindsight compared to some seasons we have now season six isn't that bad but the fact that we made it to the other side of like Mm -hmm. this new era of like margaret and jen aiden and all the like that took a lot of work on our part and And theirs to get there well and like i think of season four real houses of new york like it was famously a terrible season when it was airing like i was watching it live like i was i've been watching housewives for way too long when i saw that we were on season 17 of real house of orange county like (laughs) i was disturbed it's honestly disturbed um but like it was terrible Mm-hmm. But now, like, looking back, I'm like, wait, the season is so funny. Like, do I understand, like, why they got rid of people and, like, yeah. ca- came in with Carol and Aviva and ha- and Heather the next season? Yes. But, like, it was a good season. It's just you kind of have to stick it out. Sometimes things age better than others. Like, you just don't know. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm really loving Heather. I, oh. I you what know, you I've fallen Tamara? in love. What? Are you whispering, Tamara? <gasps> Oh I literally... my God, I was like, and Tamara's face, she was like, I'm about to get killed. Like she's about to kill me. Like it was so perfect. Heather's like delivery is so good and precise. And like, 
cold and it's just it's perfect but what i love about heather is she's like that with these women but she's also like really logical and she's like like when her and gina were talking she's like there's a difference between talking about someone and talking against someone yes i will think about that for the rest of my life heather says things like that where i'm just like wow she really and that's the thing and and for all the champs we see her drinking too she's so (laughs) i'm trying to think of another housewife who is She's so good at recall. Like, they're oh, like, yeah. yeah, that Tamara said that. She's like, no, I said that all the girls were saying it. And like, almost every time with Heather, she's right. Like, she I know they did that this episode. Yes. yes. And Tamara was like, you Heather. said Tamara. And she was like, I never said that. I said everybody. And then producers were like, Play, let's roll it back. Right. You said and everyone. Now, something to be said about like, was Heather talking just as much as the other women? Yes. But I think the point she's making is that. She was doing it just as much as the other women. I don't get what they're not getting about that. Like, what are you guys not understanding? Heather's like, but Heather is so smart. And she's like, I know what they're trying to do. Like, and I'm not allowing it to happen. And what I love is I love Heather and Terry. (laughs) Like when Shannon tried to even like bring up these cheating rumors, I was like, don't you dare talk about my parents like that. This is my mother and my father, okay? I love them and I will protect them. They are my new Kyle and Mauricio. They they really, and they really are such a good- Couple, a team. They are a team. I genuinely do that they love each other so much. I do, Um, I fully believe that. You saw them, they were in the wild at BravoCon. He was at her (laughs) side the whole time. In the wild. (laughs) He saw them in the wild. And that was a everyone, was whispering, everyone's like, how's Heather gonna be at BravoCon? Because there were rumblings that she was having kind of a rough season. Um, and all those rumors, I we all did see those cheating rumor posts. Yeah. But I feel but like it, any couple gets a cheating rumor once in know, a while on Bravo. I do don't believe it. I mean, it he just would seems never. like- How dare you? Right. He would never, he loves Heather. He loves Heather and they're great parents. Oh. Those kids are angels. And they're so oh. loved. And they're so like accepted and it's just like beautiful. And I love that it's not even like us, like, cause Kelly, the evil, the evil one, the one who shall not be named mm-hmm. tried to say like, Oh, Heather's making her kids do X, Y, Z for a storyline. Mm-hmm. It's not even on the show. Heather doesn't talk about it. It's just part of her life. And she's like, yeah, like this is my son mm-hmm. and whatever. And we move on. Like it's, it's not a big thing. And I really respect that and appreciate that. And I find that to be like, really like, I don't know. It's like special. And I feel like Heather doesn't get enough appreciation for that. Not at all. And I think there've been a lot of, there's been a lot of apprehension and talk like, Oh, like what's with Heather? Like she sold her house. Is she going to leave? Like all these things. I feel like she's not. I don't think she's leaving (laughs) at all. Um, I think it seems like in the back half, there's like, a lot of drama with her, but A, she can handle it. But B, I also think like she's just doing well in interviews. She's just like really in this amazing space, I think, um, despite not really being well with the rest of them. And then of course we have Shannon. Oh, giving God, us- let's talk about Miss Shannon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where to begin, Jared, with Shannon, with our girl. So Shannon, 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 um, safe to say doth protest too much and you know john and her are horrible together <laughs> no sam they're fine she's only paralyzed when they fight 
Oh my God. So first, first she starts talking about it with Vicky while they're getting ready for this party, which I love this party idea. I think it's super fun. I love that Vicky came with herself. You do me, I do you. Isn't that it? I love it. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) And, you know, I think it's funny. Shannon got Gina producers. I know picked these and they're so fucking messy for it. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, I mean, you know, we fight and it's, you know, we're like a normal couple. We fight. I've never been happier. I've never been happier. I'm like, okay, Sydney Sweeney and Euphoria. Like, are you fucking serious? You're fucking miserable. If if you start talking like that in a relationship, I've done this, by the way. I'm speaking as my from myself mm-hmm. and people I know. When you start like being like, I'm so happy. Things have never been better. Like I've never loved anyone more. It's like you didn't love the father of your three children more than you loved this man named John. Right. Get fucking real. Right. Please. It, it, she is. She's down bad. And there's a, it's so wild that there's a comfort in that though, because we've seen this wave with Shannon. <laughs> but we have like, so it feels so akin to the, you know, with the eat with the, you all see the truth with, with Lizzie's famous party. So... She was doing that all over again at this party. And I was like, oh, shit's bad at her house. Which, because things were really bad with David at that period of time. Really bad. And mm-hmm. Shannon did confide in Tamara, in Heather, in all these people. And I think the, the thing about it is, and I do this too, I really, I keep some things in my chest, but I definitely talk to a lot of my friends about personal things and like love to talk and stuff. But when it gets <laughs> to the point where you're just sharing everything with everyone, and they just are drawing natural conclusions, but you're pissed because they're talking about it. What <laughs> talking about it with them? Yeah. And then, I know the moment where Emily's like, "No, you called me two months ago after Javier's," and the twenty second pause of her, she was like, "Oh my god, I did. Like, I did. Did I? Well, that's something everyone's kind of dancing around. And let's talk about it. This is something they're all dancing around. And I believe Heather's the one that said it where she was like, you don't remember talking to us. Uh That was so loaded. And so like, yeah, like it was giving like, but now we said it energy, like, because it's true. Like, I think, I think Shannon, but this has been Shannon since the very beginning. Like she's always been like a partier, like, drinks i mean i'm just gonna say it. she drinks a lot like yeah she drinks more they're than like i think any calls that they all talk about they're like yeah you call tamra has been saying that for years she was like and i think it was like one of tamra's last seasons her and shannon were kind of at odds because she was like you call me all the time and like you never ask me how i'm doing like eddie's having like heart surgery and like you're calling me at yes. 3 a.m like let's remember that so shannon definitely these women i think are telling the truth like i believe every single one of them He's all of their stories line up. Too. yeah it's i think they are and it, it's reminding me of and not as dire but you know who else they say that about is karen huger they've said that a lot like they're like they're like i love karen's calls at three in the morning like yeah karen, they're like karen all, gets drunk talk. all the time like but they all like dance around it too because they don't want to like call them out but also like right you can't get mad at us for talking about a situation where you're you're talking to us about it off camera, but then on camera, you're like, oh my God, I'm taking John and I on, on his boat. 
it's like, right. well, we all hate John because of what you've told us. And it's like, I've, I've had friends do this, like where they date someone and they talk to you only about the bad stuff. Cause let's be honest, like you're never going to your friends and you're like, oh my God, listen to this amazing thing you did. Cause you just sound like an idiot and an asshole in my opinion. So you really only talk to your friends about like the bad shit. Cause you're just like, what do I do? Like, this is crazy. And then you end up hating the person that they're dating. And then they're like, well, why do you hate him? And you're like, well, everything you said, well, everything you've said, if they, I have had in my past some on again, off again situations. Oh yeah. Like I'm not it's saying I've never done when this. Something ends. And then like, you're telling your friends, you're like, Oh my God. You just like spill everything that you haven't spilled. And then you're <laughs> like, just kidding. Like we're trying again. Your friends are like, um, girl, what? <laughs> no, I know. One time I dated this guy for like a few months and it was horrible, but like, I wouldn't tell anybody about it. Like it was just like, cause I was too embarrassed. Right. Cause in my mind, I was like justifying it. And then like the minute I broke up with him, like I started telling my friends stuff that like he did or like whatever. And they were like, Sam, what? I was like, yeah. Like, Oh, I guess that that's really bad. Like one time on a plane, I'll tell you really quick. One time on a plane, he took me to meet his family in New Orleans, um, which I'll never go back. I hate that city. No offense to anybody there. Um, not for me. And um, and just like triggered like bad memories from this yeah. person. But I was so sick on the plane, like so sick. He changed seats. He moved seats. He asked if he could move seats. He was your boyfriend and he moved seats. He moved seats. And I didn't have a voice. Like I, I literally did not have a voice. So not only that, I have no voice and I'm on the way to meet his entire family and I'm in emergency. On the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad either way. Either way. Yeah. So then I'm in an emergency exit row and they come by and they're like, can you verbally tell us that you'll be able to have me? (laughs) And I was like, no, like I can't. And he, he asked them then if he could move seats. It was so fucking rude. So those are just things, you know, that like you end up telling your friends afterwards and you're like, yes. oh, that's actually really horrible. Like, I can't believe it. And I hope we get some more information on John. Like, I hope these women start spilling tea. Well, have you seen the clip? There's a preview for next week of like Heather and Shannon having a little confrontation. Um, and there's, there's some, I'll let you watch it. There's an illuminating moment. Tell me. There, it's like, it's like Shannon's getting ready for a party and Heather gets there early and they're sitting down. And Shannon does the thing again. She's like, I can't do this. Like, John doesn't want to be, John didn't choose this. He doesn't want to be in the limelight. And Heather's like, stop saying that. And then in the <laughs> confessional, she's like, Shannon had told all of us that like, she feels like John is only with her for the limelight and is only, that like, that is a big part of their relationship. Yeah, I believe that. Right, because I do think that sir, you're not you're you started dating her while she was on the show, super famous. You get mic'd up and you have no problem going on a boat with, with her and her all her friends. RoboCon. Just saying. And I think I don't know, it's it's really it is so the amount of video village footage we're getting this season in OC. I mean, Shannon just goes there every day. It's like she's just there. And I love that they're just like, we are not putting these cameras down for nothing because she, with those extensions in her hair, she is just God. screaming. And I, but I get screaming it. Like, in the darkness like of that Shannon. dim driveway, just screaming that she's not crazy. And I'm like, sweetie, I think you might be. But the thing is, is like, you know what? Maybe she's not crazy. I'm not going to say that. I think Shannon suffers from like deep, deep, deep insecurity. And she 
is just like holding on to something that's so unhealthy for her because like she just doesn't want to say that she failed again at a relationship. Like I can't imagine like your husband cheats on you. He's now has a family with this other woman. He has a baby now and you're with this guy and you're like older and that's scary. You know, it's very scary. And you're about to be an empty nester on top of everything else. Like, yeah, she's I. And those girls are so cute. Oh, my God. They're so well adjusted. <laughs> it's oh, my God. No wonder that one doesn't come home, though, ever. She's like in Texas. She's like, I'm never coming home. My family's but, fucking crazy. It's, it's a I lot. Pray for it's, Archie. My thing with these. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> My thing with these housewives, I just, I want them to win. Like, I want them to be Mm -hmm. happy. I want them to have their happily ever after. Um, And I just think, I genuinely think, too, another MVP of the season and a confessional that really has stuck with me is Emily's. Like I I knew you were going to say that. She is such a star this season. I'm obsessed with her. When she said, who's going to be there at the end of this? It's either going to be John or us. And I'm willing to bet on us. I was like... Emmy, oh, that now. gave me a chill. <laughs> no. I was like, I love Emily so fucking much. Emily, she, I didn't fuck with in the beginning. Like, yeah. I thought her and Shane were weird. Like, I didn't get their dynamic. I was like, I don't really understand. I'm like, what do her and Gina Casita like bring to the table? Like, I just didn't understand. But now that like Emily is like been on the show for a, obviously a long time, like. Five years? Six years? Yep. Yes. No. Yeah, Dorinda was up for five years. Yeah. I feel like Dorinda, like, birthed me. Like, I feel like I've known Dorinda my whole life. That's insane that they've been on the same amount of time. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. And their trajectories were very different by their fifth season um, on the show. So, anyway, Emily is just someone that, like, I think is so honest and so forthcoming like with her own life and like owns the the fucked up part of it she like and the way that she talks about her relationship with her mom it feels like very real and not like i'm just throwing my mom under the bus like right for tv like it feels like this is something she's like really working through um and her relationship with Shane feels like it's they're very I liked that scene I think two episodes ago of them like at like the farmer's farmer petting place Mm -hmm. and they were like yeah we have different parenting styles like he's so much more patient she's like I'm not a patient mom and I'm like thank you for because like I think that's super important to like for women to like see other women like struggle with certain aspects of parenting and not being like yeah like we have it all together like it's great and um, and I think her and Tamara are like my new favorite duo that I never expected because I think Tamara really respects the fact that Emily like doesn't back down. She's yeah. like, like she says what she says and she means it. Like she doesn't just talk to talk. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. There are they are a lot alike, and I think. Mm-hmm. I even like that Tamara respects, like, she's like, I love that Emily was like, yeah, like, I threw a Tamara's fire party. Like, they just, like, talked about it. like, mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like Emily is so good at being, like, the voice of reason, but also she's not afraid of conflict. Right. It kind of is, in a good way, kind of has an allegiance to no one. Like, she's kind of slotted herself in, like, a almost like an Ashley Darby space, where, like, Obviously, her and Candace are never going to be close, but like, I feel like Ashley is like, she can like Ashley can film a scene with anybody. Anybody. She can have dinner with anyone. She'll have dinner with Giselle, drinks with Karen, Rob. Like, and there may be more tension in some seasons than others, but she's really good at like explaining what's going on, saying how she feels in the moment, but also maneuvering the group. Yeah. And I think that that's why people, that's why I think the women like don't really like get anything going with Emily because they know that like she'll kind of eat them up right? and she's like very logical too, but she's not like pretentious. Like how Heather can sometimes come off that way. Like she's more real. I also just think she's so, so beautiful. Oh my God. If Heather ever said that's so cute to me, like if anyone said that, like, Oh my God, you're so cute. I would be like, you're a bitch, but I like it for Heather. Um, and I just really like Emily this season. Also, her Shannon was so funny. Like, uh, she makes me laugh, you know? This. The she hands. Just her hands like that. So Face Reality's Instagram, this was like a year ago, maybe longer. They posted that Shannon has Barbie hands. <laughs> and it's all I think about. Like, just hands that go like this. She's like, <laughs> like just... She's like, nobody here knows anything about my relationship like it's like yeah and she's and also like i had a friend who like we obviously are no longer friends who was in this relationship and like all of us said like he's this horrible guy and she would scream at us and be like i'm so in love and i'm so happy and like i was just like that's shannon and she's like but shannon's like everyone keeps alluding to that it's something worse than just like fights but then she's like but then they paralyze me i'm like that's not normal shannon no like that's not okay like if you fight with your significant other that's normal arguments are normal but to say that you're paralyzed girl it is and then to know that they break up that is what's so and this is what we're getting with what we're not and i get it there's there's only so much you can film um we're not getting that with Drew and Ralph that much. Like we're getting little things, but this is like the foreshadowing of like, mm-hmm. we know they're not going to be together at the end of this. Yeah. But maybe they kind of are, but also she was with the quiet woman yelling at his daughter two weeks ago, maybe. Or something. And Andy literally was so funny. He was like, why were you with him? Like, why are you hanging out with this man? And she's just like, very oh, weird. well, like we're friends, like we're whatever. I'm like, that's really weird. Like you're in a very toxic to dynamic. Restaurants. I feel like they've been going to Javier's for at least a decade. They the go to the quiet that we know these restaurants. Like I know the, I know the ins and the outs of these restaurants. I know their seating. I know their table numbers. Yes. Honestly. 
like that scene this is so sick i'm so sick that God. scene where they're on that um with shannon and tamra like when they have their first sit down outside i'm like oh, oh they've sat at this table before before i, Wait, I know this table at the place that taylor loves or that's a different the deck is that the deck i believe it's the deck the Taylor deck. also. Jen also, is a star. Jen Pedranti because Thank she you. finally got a day off. She finally got to just sit. Oh my God. Dress up as Taylor Armstrong because she has been in the hot seat for like eight episodes. I know. And I love her. I think she's a great housewife. I like want her back next year. I find her and Ryan to be so captivating. Like, and Okay, we have to talk about this this woman that we met this week called Chad. Oh my God, Sam, I was going to say, she? <laughs> this is like not your friend. Jen, this is not your friend. Ta- no. This woman, Taylor, that you're walking on this boardwalk with is not your friend. No. She's small town Oklahoma girl and you're in the big city and she's not understanding what's going on. She's like, he's so nice. I've talked to him more than I ever talked to Will. I'm like, yeah, because she lives in California. And you right. live in Oklahoma. That's probably why. And you can you never see talk to him. Wheels turning in Jen's head, like kind of taking her advice a little at face value. Like she's kind of like, ah, no. yeah. She's like, maybe this woman doesn't have my best interest. No. She was like, so I think he's great. He really cares about you. So like, that's that's what we're talking about. Not the fact that he's sending his dick to other people. Please. And that he's never not cheated on someone, including Jen. And Jen, what's frustrating, and I feel for her because I think this happens with a lot of people, is like they know how they feel and they're being very clear about it. Like she's like, I'm not ready for that because of X, Y, and Z. And him and other people are like, including this woman, Taylor, who I hate, horrible friend, Mm -hmm. is just like, no like you should just try you should just and she's but in her mind she's like i know that this isn't going to work like she knows in her heart that this is going to blow up in her face if they the fact that she said if we get engaged and we get those rings is he gonna like freak out that shouldn't be like he he's very avoidant um and and i i do think that and he's delusional oh beyond and i think there are some people though even taking out all the messiness of their relationship it's pretty common for a lot of people who have been married before who are like don't need to do that again like i'm good to just stay in relation like we are partners and for mm-hmm. some people that really works for them mm-hmm. for a long time um I'm thinking, and i think that that's okay people. she's got a lot going on she's got that box of kittens she's yeah. got dogs and parrots and ferrets uh, and she's got 600 kids Stop to do little. She's got a yoga studio. Like, I don't think this woman should be dating right now, period. I think she needs to be alone. I think she needs to focus on her. And um, I think Ryan is disgusting. And I hate that people are attracted to him. She has to come back next year and it'll be a Ryan separation storyline, maybe. And I think that... You think they're going to break up? Um, hmm, We'll see. (laughs) We'll watch what happens live. That's for sure. Maybe not break up, but I don't think the uh, phrase in the relationship will be, I don't think we're going to get back next season. It's going to be hunky-dory. Oh, I hate that I can't even say that anymore. I know. Kathy ruined it. It's very annoying. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know we're talking about this, but I just, my brain flashed to that. To the music video? video. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't to, but... Do we share the same brain? Because immediately is... when you said Hunky Dory, I was like, oh my God, falling in love with me, that music video. I like literally got to like a really dark place. Like, I just disassociated. I, it was like, that's so Raven, like, oh, like warp, like into that music video. <laughs> We can talk about that actually because Kyle, 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 what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck is she doing? She's clearly fucking this girl. (laughs) And I, I'm saying that now I don't give a fuck. They are having sexual relations. (laughs) Okay. And we all need to just acknowledge it. Well, this is the fact that she is like, I'm making a documentary about this unknown singer that no one has ever heard of until these cheating rumors started happening. Sweetie, that's just so she can hang out with Morgan and no one like that would be like an excuse. Like, oh, no, that's why we're always together. It's because like we're making this doc. It's like, no, it's because you want to spend more time with your lover. Also, how disrespectful to Mauricio and her family to make this music video. It's so fucking disrespectful. Thing. To it's me, it's really disappointing. And as someone who has like honestly been a Kyle apologist for a really long time, I think she's a underrated housewife, and that people are like, "Oh, Kyle!" Like almost like in a, in a candy kind of way. Like people, like people are like, "Do we really need Kyle there?" And then when, when she has a really intense season, everyone's like, "She's so mean," or like, "This is the real Kyle." And then if she doesn't, they say she's boring. But I think Kyle has always been so good at being very forthcoming, very straightforward about things, and um. Down to everything, even down to like anytime she sees, she's like, I saw LVP at a restaurant. Like I tried to talk, like she's just very, she Mm -hmm. tries her best to be, as she likes to say, open and honest. And this just reeks of a move. Smoke and mirrors. And it's not the way that she's ever maneuvered. And it's just kind of disappointing. It's kind of giving more like LVP a little bit or like someone who would like. It's it's giving like like Erica. It's like, who the fuck are you right now? And also Kyle, like you clearly are in love with this girl it, you're wearing it leather jackets thing. combat boots and you're going and wearing camo hats something oh. is going on it's giving courtney kardashian like morphing into whoever you're with this is not the kyle we know kyle we knew before wore, you know sleeveless tops with golden bronze shoulders she never didn't have her shoulders out caftans almost like 70s like she was always like 70s vibes you know this is not that no this is like sons of anarchy (laughs) and i am like kyle it's crazy it's crazy that they're doing this and i think it's so like i said disrespectful to mauricio like i the fact that like there's these rumors that she's having this affair all of these like not even rumors it's like like evidence i feel evidence that this is happening they come out with a statement they're separating and then this music video happens i'm like if this was flipped if mauricio was seen (laughs) with another woman all the time they're making out or another man right if he was seen with another man like chris daughtry and like suddenly like they're making a music video where their lips are almost touching. I'm like, I would be so upset. No. And my thing is they're spinning it as like, um, 
no one ever wants to feel like they think they're smarter than you. And like her being like, oh, we're just kind of like trolling everyone with this. It's like you're not. You're not Chrishell's commenting on your posts. Yeah, that's so, it's just so. So then now she's upset when she's the butt of the joke. Oh, yeah, she said that on her Amazon or whatever, what right? Lewis said, which, well, he called her a lesbian on Ozempic, which I did scream. I did no, scream. I, I screamed. I mean, listen, whenever he's on Watch What Happens Live with Reality TV Gold, I don't know how any friendship is maintained, but I do think it's Well, reality. they're not. That's the thing. <laughs> they're not. Um, but I think that, like, you can't have it both ways. You can't, like, spin it. You can't, like, release a statement. You can't. Honestly, mm-hmm. announce separating. Then the next day, release a statement that kind of tries to backtrack it. Then you're trying to troll everyone who's talking about it only because you shit release a statement right. saying separating. Yeah, you can't. All these rumors were happening. You can't. And I hate to invoke the words of Bethany Frankel. I really hate to do this, but, but I think about this quote all the time. You can't play smart and stupid at the same time. You cannot be like, I don't understand why I'm the butt of the joke. I don't want to be the butt of the joke. I'm like, you're the butt of the joke because you're kissing your lover in a music video and playing a MILF. <laughs> like, what? Have you seen the music? You've obviously seen it. I've watched it several I've times just because I'm in awe. Parts. I couldn't sit through the whole three minutes because I was like, I was literally at work, but I saw the important parts. I saw the splits and I saw the end. You saw, you saw the splits. <laughs> it was so, it's so crazy, Jared. It's so you know, all nuts. of these, all of these clips, this is I why can't. I can't get rid of X, Twitter, whatever, because all of these clips that do not help Kyle's case, what's the one clip of her during Denise's season at that famous ice sculpture party where she goes, and maybe, or they're saying I'm a lesbian. And like she looks at the camera. Like, oh yeah. And then like, then there's the things. clip of her and Teddy mm-hmm. sleeping in the bed together. And like, everyone thinks it's so weird. Yes, there's just What's a lot. What's going on with her and Teddy? What do we think about... Why did I just, like, invoke Wendy Williams? I'm like... What do we think about... Oh, I miss Wendy. <laughs> Wendy would have a field Society. day with us. Oh. I always think about that. Like, when something crazy happens, like Ariana Grande and this Ethan, oh. I'm like, Wendy would have a field day. See SpongeBob? Anybody yeah. SpongeBob the musical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Drew and Ralph. She would have had a Nini on Carlos. Forget it. it Forget would have been it. Like, but here's um, my thing, Sam. Yeah. Does this make us, because we're in a, tra- we, speaking of transition periods and housewives, I do feel like what's going to go on with Beverly Hills? Even though said like, we're all very interested to see how this season's going to go. Not that Renna is everything, but like she mm-hmm. was a big part of that show. It's going to be different. Kathy's not back either. And that was the show this last yeah, season. Yeah, everyone was like obsessed, including so myself. So I wonder, now we have something to really look forward to, obviously. And I think we will be watching what happens live and our eyes will be peeled. But yeah, I think what, think what I love is that I don't really know what happened this season. A part of me thinks that's great like i like with potomac except for that fight i really don't know what the fuck was going on with potomac um same as salt lake city have no idea what oh. happened in salt lake city i no. love not knowing you didn't um know OC either really but then yeah with oc i had no clue any of this was going to happen um but with beverly hills i'm like i'm always nervous because it's they always pick one thing and that's their thing the entire season whereas like with orange county it's like we get a lot of different storyline with New York. We get, you know, I mean, my queen Jessel just acting up over there talking about Tribeca being up and coming, um, which really made me laugh. And someone who's like, 
doesn't live in oh, New York. I've been here. to New York. I'm like, and Aaron's like, no, it's like here. It's been <laughs> here actually. Um, it was so funny. Anyway, it makes me nervous because I'm like, we either have a great season ahead of us or we got nothing. Right. And there's no, and in Beverly Hills in particular, there has never been an in between. Mm-mm. It either hits or it doesn't. Mm-mm. I'm that anxious about not having Rena. Yeah, I'm interested too. And I think it's going to allow the group to move forward in a different way. And I think, and I'm honestly, personally, for me, I'm also interested in not having Kathy either. I feel like. Oh, I was done with uh, Kathy by the end. The I was like, that bitch screamed in the van. Oh. Get real. She yeah. screamed. She threw shit. She probably threw racial slurs out there. She, Talk about playing 100%. smart and stupid time. Please. Because she came on like the, the the fan and the Red Bull at three in the morning and the hunky dory stuff like that really just wore on me really fast. And Rena, obviously, her time came. And I'm excited to see how this group. I'm excited to see Erica without Rena. I'm excited to see Erica without Rena. And also, I don't know if you saw people were tweeting this week too. I want people forget because two seasons ago was so much about Erica. The first half of Crystal Minkoff's first season. Mm was a showing of a first season housewife that was really strong. For the stars. Mm-hmm. Because like, we all remember the like ugly leather pants moment, but like that whole fight in itself, when someone says, what doesn't... crazy planet do you live on? And Crystal goes, not yours with a smile. No, like she's diabolical and I'm obsessed. Like... And I like Crystal always, she has the potential to be like, like a Heather Dubrow in a way that like, I like my housewives kind of mean. If you're kind of mean, <laughs> I do. You can be kind of mean. And like, well, I don't want to watch nice people. No. And yeah. sometimes, you know, like when you like, sometimes you just like kind of want the mean girl to like you, even for like, oh my a, God. What I was like, if like Heather like told me I was pretty. Oh my God. And like, you know what I mean? Me about someone, I'm awful. I would be like, oh no, yeah, she's a mess. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd hate be her. like did you see what she was wearing? Yeah. <laughs> I would totally, I would totally give it. I'm so weak. I would be like, yeah, fucking hate her. Um, but with Crystal, I mean, I was obsessed with Crystal versus Kyle. Oh. That is like such an underrated like fight that they like do not fuck with each other. And I'm saying that because you don't want to get in trouble. (gasps) Like, oh my God. And she was like, you're a millennial. You know, nothing. No, I was like, what are you talking about? Well, that's the thing that I think Potomac (laughs) does so well is that it has always been a very generationally diverse show. You Mm -hmm. have like, you know, you have Ashley, Candace, Wendy, who are like very much millennial on the younger side. And then you have like, obviously Karen, well, Robert's probably a, and like an elder millennial maybe. And like you have like Karen Giselle, they're like Gen X. They are Gen X, you know? So like, I feel like the conversations are good. Whereas like- put, um, You think Karen's Gen oh, X? Giselle is? Karen? Yeah. Respectfully? I don't think so. You think she's giving boomer? A boomer. <laughs> maybe she is giving boomer, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> I Googled the other day, do you know how old Ramona Singer is? Can I guess? Mm-hmm. 62? 66, Jared. I remember her 60th birthday like it was yesterday. Right. It felt like it was yeah. two years ago. It was. It feels like it. Is she is she the oldest housewife? Yes. I saw that, Jared. And my it? eyes bugged out of my head. She's 66 years old. And she's on Roni Legacy. <laughs> like, she's filming. She's filming. That's why, like... I see photos of her and I'm like, you better work, bitch. She looks her. 
She Lou. looks real. No, Lou makes me sick. She's so beautiful. It's better than she's ever looked. Do you, are you watching Crappy Lake? What are your thoughts? Okay, I only, okay, I have a confession to make. I really do genuinely love it. Okay. My plate has just been very full, so I only watch it. <laughs> Too. and i really and i've been like watching clips when they come up i'm gonna one day have like a saturday night cleaning mm. saturday cleaning day and have it on in the back roll it all on um uh, but i think personally it's a brilliant maneuver for them i think we can get these women not on roni proper and now we have i mean look at the new roni i mean i just think the decision it's was perfect <laughs> he's here and he's perfect right are you liking crappy like them no Oh, you don't like it at all. Um, I loved the first two episodes. I thought it was super cute, super fun, super fresh. I missed yeah. them. But I don't need them to do all this. It it just like, it, it like I got kind of like, okay, like I don't need to, like you said, I don't need to watch the episode. I can just watch the clips on Twitter. Maybe they just do like, like a Karen Huger um, show. Like just mm-hmm. do it. I, I honestly yeah. like, I would be fine with them like just doing like, their own show where they're not like doing to-do lists and like right. building parks for you know communities in indiana like i'm good like i don't need them to do that yeah. um but i feel like lou and sonia are such like a good duo together they're very funny i mean it's it's wild to think that especially for lou and sonia like who came out on top of this decision they're going to be on bravo year round with with year round also coming out or sorry that's gonna be on, on peacock but like they're still kind of around. So that's what's like, at this point, I think if you're still, if you don't like Neuroni, whatever, but if you're still complaining about the decision, I'm kind of like, you are still seeing these women. Yeah, Talk they're still going to be around. Like, they're still... Talk to me when you lose Eileen Davidson and you never get to see her again. Talk to me no. then. Were you an Eileen hard. Stan? Oh, uh, Sam? Jared. Eileen Davidson? Serious? That house of horrors. She is that ghost mansion. That's my thing about Eileen. Was she a perfect housewife? Absolutely not. Was she the best fit? Maybe not. Okay. The what she brought mm-hmm. when she she didn't bring it. And I will say, she Emmy is winner. The only ones people do not count her. She was the person who started to really get into LBP's armor. She really got some jabs in with the, mm-hmm. was that what the ball started? Was that what it was? When she's mimicking her? Yeah. And when she, she was, you know what? You're right. She was never going to fuck with her. And, and he knew it. And, and, and she her. held Rinna accountable. Yes. I will never forget them on that beach talking about Yolanda. And Rinna was trying to say like, she thinks Yolanda is like the biggest manipulator. And, and Eileen was like, what no like are you okay like because in that moment she knew lvp got to rena it was like voldemort yes. had like latched on even the next season when rena admits to saying that kim i'm also a, a panic kim was close to death. yeah uh, who Rena? i'm a Pantygate season apologist i think it actually is oh good. i was scared oh. i thought you said you were like you liked eden sassoon oh i was like Okay, Jared, we have to go. You do everything. My heart and my... That was ridiculous. I was I'm like, like your, your dad invented the bob and I need you to shut the fuck up. Calm down. <laughs> What's wrong with the bob? Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. when she sits down with Eileen and she's like, Eileen, I, I, I really think I said it. And Eileen's like, well, you gotta go face the music. Like, I feel like she was so good at being a friend mm-hmm. and like also like being there for her, but also like holding her accountable that like mm-hmm. really made Rena She was work. almost like an Emily. 
she was exactly like an Emily. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she also was the first person to clock Dorit talking too much. Now that's all everyone says. And she was like, Dorit, you talk a lot. Like she was yeah, like, she's you, like, you, you gotta stop. Like, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think now like we're getting these women still. And that's like kind of the beauty of this era of Bravo between Ultimate Girls Trip, if we're ever gonna get Morocco, regardless, I think that we're still like getting these women in these different eras. And we should just be happy at the end of the day. Just be happy. Just be happy. That's that's how we're going to end this podcast. Love it. Jared, tell everybody where they can find you and listen to you and see your beautiful face. You can find me uh, at The Griot. That's where I do all my uh, Real Housewives interviews uh, at thegriot.com. Then also on my social media handles. My Instagram is the Jared Alex, um, And Twitter or X is, hey, it's Jared. Hey, with two Ys. I mean, we're still using We it. sound so sad when we Are you on threads, though? I feel like it's dead. I it's a ghost town. That first week was magic. The first like day, I was like, <laughs> "Wow, I love it over here. This is that so night. much better than Twitter." And then like I woke up the next day and I was like, "I forgot it existed." You can't, I, and I also like I would it's never see the same. stuff. It was random people's posts, and I couldn't. It see the was people I wanted people's to see. posts that like from Instagram. It's like I have a very specific, specifically curated Twitter feed that I've that I've created over years. Okay, I made my Twitter account in 2008. (laughs) That's crazy. That's insane. That's I was at the computer lab. At the computer lab or high school, yeah. And oh yeah, because your phone probably didn't have internet. No, yeah, I made like my Twitter online. I had a BlackBerry curve, but I remember when the Twitter app like dropped on my BlackBerry, so like I was able to use it. Oh my God, Um, what a day that was. That was everything. Well, Jared, this was a joy. I'm sorry I kept you so long. I just couldn't stop talking to you. You're a delight. Everyone go follow him, love him, listen to him. And please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Media Production.